Consequence Podcast Network. Borahe Iconic Army. Borahe. So this is the last of our D-Day promotional comeback episodes. It feels crazy that yeah. we've made it to this point mm-hmm. because we've had some amazing experiences with Yungi here throughout the album reviews and the mm-hmm. concert and the Hago music video and now finally getting to talk about the Amygdala music video today. Yeah. Some of our best episodes, but it's always around like album releases like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. It's always so exciting to record and discuss. So. Yeah, we are wishing you guys a very happy summer. We hope that your June has been great so far. We just wanted to let you guys know that this episode was pre-recorded at the end of May, right before some of our summer travels. So if we say anything or if we don't mention something that has happened since then, that's why. Yeah. Um, but we're eager to get back to you up to a present day after this episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. So more BTS content soon, but today we'll be talking about Amygdala. Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. (laughs) Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today, like Kayla was saying, we're going to hang out for just a little bit and we're going to be talking about the Amygdala music video. We're going to be talking a lot about the themes, the storyline, what he's really trying to convey within the music video itself. Yeah. Before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you so much for being here and thank you for your support, especially your support on Patreon. If you'd like to have access to our episode document, our monthly virtual iconic hangouts and our sound checks please consider joining us on patreon at patreon.com slash standing bts our june iconic hangout is right around the corner on june 19th yeah we hope to see you all there yeah or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Again, happy Pride Month. It's June, so it's Pride Month, and we want to support Pride in a different way than we have before by supporting family equality. Family equality fights for a world where everyone can experience unconditional love 
love and belonging of a family. Their mission is to ensure that everyone has the freedom to find, form, and sustain their families by advancing equality for the LGBTQ plus community as far as family building goes. It's really a great foundation to help people not only get resources to building their family, but to also get support. Um, And it's a really amazing cause that we're super passionate about. So please support Family Equality by going to familyequality.org. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, before we get into this episode, we just want to place a trigger warning for self-harm and drug abuse. This episode does have topics of suicide and self-harm related to that scene in the amygdala music video. So it's maybe not suitable for young audiences or for those that these topics might be triggering. So proceed at your own discretion. Yes. So the amygdala music video itself had two of these warnings before Mm -hmm. you can watch it on YouTube. Even if you're signed in, every time that you watch it before you watch it, Watch it. You have to um, click pr- yes. Click proceed. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely, this can be a very triggering topic. So please take care of yourself. Yes. So let's dive into the video. So it was released on April twenty fourth of this year, and initially, our first watch through, we were surprised that it had those two warnings to view it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were like, okay, this is so different than anything we've ever gotten before Mm -hmm. and the first watch through and even any other time it's a tough watch it's a very tough watch there's a lot of realities that we're seeing there's a lot of um visual representations of trauma that's being shown here in the video and so it's hard to see especially when it's someone who like we love and care so much about Mm -hmm. Minyungi you know seeing that this is his representation of what he's been through it's a tough watch it is yeah it's one of the music videos where like I was hanging out with a bunch of friends and we were all just watching BTS content and fangirling and you know we love Amygdala the song but I was like hey let's opt to watch like the live performance from like the Red to D-Day documentary instead of watching the Amygdala music video because it's just a lot to take in yeah yeah I mean if you're gonna if you're watching with a group of friends and you're gonna sit down and watch it expect to have a 15-20 minute conversation about it afterwards because it's just gonna be a lot to unpack after that Mm -hmm. yeah not fangirl suitable I would say yeah yeah. definitely but we are grateful for Yoongi being so vulnerable and showing this side of himself yes Mm -hmm. completely this is like like, I mean, when we got the warnings to proceed and continue to watch, we knew, okay, this is going to be different. And we already knew the lyrics of the song being so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So super grateful that he's willing and able to give us and show us the side of himself. Yeah. In our, I really love the music video style also that we get here in Amygdala. Like, I feel like with this final video from Yoongi, we can really have a really clear idea of his storytelling through his music videos. Mm -hmm. Like, thinking back to like, give it to me, even with Shadow and Detrita and Hagum, kind of seeing like some parallels in how they're shot and like how they're produced and put together. In our last episode we talked a lot about the intentional parallels that he put in between Hagum and Detrita but some parts of this music video reminded me of Shadow like in the second verse when he's delivering that second verse in the video we get like black and white strobe lighting and the camera movement is 
kind of all over the place, very chaotic. And it is really reminiscent to me of the bridge in shadow where we get the strobe lighting and the chaotic camera moving as like the crowd starts to swarm him. And so I see him using the lighting and the angles in the same way to like give that effect Mm -hmm. of like chaos or like loss of control and just like being totally consumed by it. Um, So I just love how he's like, he has a very clear way of how he wants to represent these different feelings and how he's conveying them. And I think that he does it really well. So yeah, he definitely has a style and you can see the consistencies with those music videos too. And like what I, what I see too is that, you know, there's still these two Yungis in this music video and you know, that's just a consistent theme with Augusty. Yeah, the two Yungis in this music video, also the mm-hmm. Yungi that's like trapped in the room experiencing these, and then mm-hmm. the Yungi of the of the past that we flash back to. Right. Yeah. What Yungi said about this music video from the shooting sketch video is he said that since the song is all about his traumas from his past, the music video shows this going back and forth between the past and, a, and the present. Like you were saying, there's a very literal translation here. Like we're appreciative of the vulnerability in the music video, but like the lyrics are even more vulnerable. He's being, he's being very clear, very direct in, in his storytelling here right. um, from these real events that have happened to him. So for him to put it into not only like a song and lyrics, but also to like this visual representation of the story here too. This is really turning like pain into art, really mm-hmm. turning trauma into art at such a high level, like putting it in lyrics into a song and into a music video representation. Mm-hmm. There's it's so multifaceted in how he's, you know, working through mm-hmm. this trauma in in the the art form. Yeah. 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 I hope that it lets him well release some of it. In you Road know? to D Day, he said that the listening to the song will take him through these drastic mood swings swings but that it, it helped him with recovery it right. helped him with you know facing that trauma and working through that trauma to really get on the other side of it yeah. so it really seems like he's he's very much healed from it and that he continues to to heal through it by using it in his art like this right I think so too I think he yeah. has to be able to represent it this way to get it out yeah 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 in the music video too we see that he eats almonds and in the sketch he ended up elaborating on this that like the significance of using the almond is that like the amygdala is shaped like the size of an almond Mm -hmm. and so just found that very interesting like what a really neat detail that he decided to add to the music video here of like, you know, the amygdala is kind of being represented through this almond that he's eating too. And the whole time in the lyrics, he's questioning like, where is my amygdala? Why is it Mm -hmm. not like activating to keep me from these types of situations, Mm -hmm. you know? And then he's eating the representation of this amygdala. It's almost as if like, Mm, it's not really like taunting saying that it's not here not working but it's like putting this very healthy food item into your body almost to fuel like in my mind it's almost to fuel the amygdala or like to get it to spark or something yeah like the brain food (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but kind of going off what you said about almonds being so healthy for you and you know it's a very healthy snack it fuels you has those healthy fats but in the music video, you see him also like consuming pills, but then you see him in contrast to this also eating almonds, which to me is just like, you know, the pills could be very harmful and then, you know, replacing that with an almond, which could be so nurturing, nourishing and yeah. fueling you. Yeah, yeah. 
totally love that contrast between yeah, the two. I like the contrast too, yeah. and I love that this was like he said in the jacket shooting sketch that this was a change they made like day of in the filming mm-hmm. to incorporate the almonds and to have those so that he's not just like only eating the pills. He's like also it's cut with scenes of him eating the almonds too. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. just brings a little bit more. And then in the second verse, we see like quick shots of like pills in hands and almonds in hands, mm-hmm. like back to back. You know, it's like which one? It's almost like the Matrix, like red pill, blue pill. Like which one are you gonna go with? Like yeah. the one that's gonna help you or the one that's gonna harm you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you gonna treat yourself? How today? are you gonna treat yourself today? Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh, that, 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 yeah, that hurt. Yes, yeah. but. Oh man, that's so true. That's gotta be so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he also tells us that because the intention behind this song is so clear that like we said, it's a tough watch. He told us the music video may be a bit uncomfortable to watch through as we see him in the past and we see him in the midst of all this pain. And then he also told us that during the scar scene where he we see him give himself the scar. Mm -hmm. I just really love this quote that gives a lot of insight as to why he specifically needed to include this shot. And he says, every scar is made by yourself. Everything that happens depends on how you take it, how you accept it. Scars can be scars or not. That's what I tried to capture here. And me, like, I, I tend to take things personally very easily. I tend mm-hmm. to, like, very easily be like, why is this happening to me? Why do I have to go through this? Like, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like, that's something that I struggle with a lot. Yeah. And this quote and him saying this, like, made me think, like, how much of it is something, ca- like, harm that I'm causing to myself because... I decide, you know, because of how I take it, because of how I accept it or how I can't accept it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that quote just really stuck with me. And then, of course, in the music video, we see him physically carving that scar into his face Mm -hmm. to show that, to show that he's doing this to himself. He's inflicting the harm on himself, yeah. Yeah. But it's, even though he says this, like, it isn't always so easy to do, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, especially if someone's hurt you or wronged you, you know, it's kind of hard to, to not let that but it really is how you receive it how you take it what you do with it right you know you could let them really hurt you and you know really dig deep and and be something that you think about for a really long time and let affect you for a really long time or you know you can have just a different perspective on it you know having enough self-love and self-respect to not let stuff like that really scar you you know so it does seem like it it is a part of your responsibility and your doing on how you react Mm -hmm. what you do what you do with Mm -hmm. it but it is true that's a good perspective is that you don't it's not always easy easy. Mm -hmm. and it's easy from the outside to say some like big wisdom like that you know to, sage, to lay something Yungi down sage. the sage Yungi mm-hmm. um but and this is probably something a point that he's come to on his own from all of his trauma and scars that he's gone through and he's yeah. realized looking back you know how much he's caused himself mm-hmm. and so maybe this is his message to try to avoid that mm-hmm. or to show that maybe some of it's unavoidable to cause yourself those scars yeah um because he's done it to himself clearly that's what the whole music video is showing that he did it to himself yeah But the fact that this video had to have two warnings and that he specifically talked about it in the shooting sketch, this scarring and gave this amazing quote from it. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like he must have had to really fight to get this scene in there and that there must have been a lot of pushback from Hybe to be able to have something that's like 
quite this graphic in a music video Mm -hmm. um, and so literally represented here but I'm glad that he pushed for it and that he did because it seems like this is a vision that he had that he wanted in there and it's really impactful as a viewer to get that message across of like you hurt yourself you Mm -hmm. know and that you can realize that you're doing it and do something about it or you you may continue to harm yourself right Yeah. yeah yeah You can have the pills or the almonds. Right, yeah. Yeah. The message is very clear, yeah. And I think that's what he wanted to. Like, you know, it's not just something that's up to to interpretation. It's very very forward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He says he thinks it's a plus that shooting music videos takes less time without the whole group. But it's tough to do alone without his members, too. So we just appreciated the, the mention of BTS here and that he still continues to miss them. And that, yes, it goes a little bit quicker when it's just him, but like he misses all of the support. However, right. Hobie showed up for the music video shooting and surprised him on set. He commented on his hair, how Yoongi had grown it out, and then he specifically cut it for the music video to do the younger shot, you know, the, the mm-hmm. past Yoongi. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is just so admirable. That is like complete commitment to your art right there. Right. You know, he grew his hair out for months and then cut it for the second day of music video shooting, right. you know, so that like he could have these two different Yoongis. Yeah. Um, but we just love Hobie being there. And he took a picture of him saying that Yoongi is so sexy. And then he also like, as he rode away on the, the motorcycle, Soap ended up saying, or not Soap, I'm sorry. Hobie ended up saying like, oh, he's so cute too. Like he's like, he's sexy and cute. And we're just like Soap forever. We love the Soap. Love it. I love that J-Hope was the member to go support him on set and that Mm -hmm. he brought him treats and that he can't help but to comment how much he loves Yoongi. Like he's, he has to say he's so sexy. He's so cute. What did he bring him? Were they like donuts or something? But they were shaped like acorns. They were shaped like acorns. They said like they were little pastries. Pastries. I'm not sure. Something that was filled too. But yeah, the fact they were little acorns like squirrel hobie squirrel hobie bringing acorn tree it's so so Uh, cute freaking adorable they both commented on how cute they are yeah so for the storyline we kind of get scenes that cut back and forth between Yoongi of the past during his trainee days and Yoongi of the present reflecting back um so this Yoongi of the present is like trapped in this room Mm -hmm. I think like a literal representation of like locked in his depression locked in his own thoughts in his own mind unable to escape out of that depression and this present Yungi just looks very worn out and tired. He's pretty much wearing like all, we get two kind of shots of him. We get one who's wearing all gray, which, and he, I can't help but notice it's like a gray sweater too. Like when you're super depressed, you're in the comfiest, biggest yeah. clothes, but it's just all monotone. There's no color. The most color in that scene are like the bright orange pill bottles on the table to yeah. the side. Everything else is gray, black, white. Mm-hmm. There's another kind of like present Yungi that sits in that room that's in like a green hoodie Mm -hmm. but I noticed with his outfit it's all slashed up as Mm -hmm. if the knife that we see later that he carves a scar into as if that's been used all over his body to slash up his clothes yeah um just showing maybe some more potential self-harm there mm-hmm. he does look very worn out and tired but Super he also worn. looks like emotionless oh yeah know? I mean when you're depressed you yeah. like especially that deep of depression 
you don't feel. Yeah. You don't feel any kind. It's very numb. And it's such a hard state to be in because Mm -hmm. you, you want to feel like at at some point, like you can't even cry anymore. You don't even, you You know, lose interest in the things that usually excite you or make you happy. There's nothing that's going to excite you. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to interest you or that you're going to even want to put your attention into. So I feel like we really get that here from him. Just this complete, like lethargic feeling that, Mm -hmm. that cloud of depression can settle over you yeah yeah that gray outfit Yungi is really really representative mm-hmm. of that and but kind of the greener outfit is kind of sitting outside of it observing yeah like, almost he, seems like present day Yungi. yes I don't know if that makes any sense but he has the he has the tattered clothes like it's been yeah scarring him too but he's he a, looks in more like a little knowing yeah you know yeah he's not being affected by yeah the depression he's sitting there and like almost thinking back on it too right. and he's observing almost like as this omniscient present as presence mm-hmm. as he's like eating his almonds yeah looking at these these two yeah. of the past too so but there is this white door in the room too which mm-hmm. to me just looks like that little glimmer of hope of like being able to get out yeah. of it like knowing that he's not not stuck though he is like you know as we get into the the storyline a little bit more but it looks like that's his way out and he's trying to get through that door right he's trying to get through that door mm-hmm. for sure then we see the past yungi and one of the first things we notice about him is how innocent and fresh he looks I mean so innocent he looks like he's in high school yes the way he looks over his shoulder into the camera with like the doughiest eyes I've ever seen on Min Yoongi mm-hmm. I mean yes this is a perfect representation of like that trainee young innocent untarnished Yoongi very like, fresh eyes pure yeah, yeah. unscarred okay mm-hmm. literally unscarred, unscarred here yeah. and he's really mainly seen in this outdoor motorcycle scene as we know back in that time that he was a delivery driver so he's seen on this motorcycle um we also throughout the story and the music video get like different quick shots of like a brain or neuroimaging and like different neurons firing and like a brain exploding at some Mm -hmm. point just to kind of represent I think all of the mental trauma that's happening here like as much as there's been physical pain that he's gone through like it's mental that's having the most effect, you know, and is sticking with him and causing him the continued depression that he deals with. There's also strong little flashbacks too that you see like operating room lights above him. Mm -hmm. Looks like there's a shot of a woman who falls on the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, there's like cup, there's like teacups that fall to the ground. Right. We get a little bit of that too. And just more of the, the pill taking. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. let's break down these different parts of the scenes that we see a little bit more throughout the the video. Yeah. Just to get more into the overarching storyline and meaning. So... So the present day Yoongi is locked in this dark room, reflecting on the traumas he's experienced. He's immobilized by the pain on this couch, and he looks almost catatonic, like we're saying, emotionless. And so a large reason why a lot of people turn to self-harm is in these really depressive states where that's their that's the only thing that they can feel, you know, is by inflicting self-harm because they feel so, so numb. Yeah, like you can't feel any emotions. The only thing you can feel is physical pain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a thought that came to us when we were watching, like, as he's inflicting this on himself, mm-hmm. you know. It also, you know, here he is thinking back on one of the biggest traumas in his life is the next thing we see in the music video, him getting hit by a car while working as a delivery driver. Mm-hmm. So 
this happened to him as he was a trainee and he injured his shoulder so badly, but he had to conceal it because he was, you know, fear, he was fearful of being dropped from the company. And, you know, they were about to debut shortly. Like he really could not let anyone know that this has happened. He probably wasn't even supposed to be working as a delivery driver at the time anyways. Yeah. He would have been cut for sure. So, I mean, we would have never known who Min Yoongi was maybe because of He wasn't about to risk his, his chance here. Right. Yeah. But because he had to conceal the injury he wasn't able to get the full care that he needed at the time so his shoulder healed poorly and this is something that physically stuck with him and continued to cause him pain over the next 10 years as he grew his career with BTS as he was relentlessly practicing and working and touring how many times his shoulder like was likely to get re-injured or the old injury exacerbated because of this rigorous schedule like how this constant reminder of this traumatic experience mm-hmm. that happened to him, that he was physically carrying it with him every single day yeah. and probably felt it over and over again. Right. He did have corrective surgery at the end of 2020, which is why with all of the B promotions, you don't see Yoongi or like you get like hologram Yoongi because he was recovering from shoulder surgery. But crazy to think that he went that long. 10 years. Yeah. yeah. That's a long time before he had a break in his schedule and also felt like he could be honest with the company that they this happened to him and that he needed to get this work done to repair his body but yeah I can only imagine like the mental trauma the mental Mm -hmm. turmoil that that causes you on top of the physical pain of having to carry that with yeah that Mm -hmm. alone but yeah the thing to think that he had to keep it a secret not just because you know it was a traumatic event and it's kind of hard to talk about but like he really couldn't like it was risking his career and his dream to that he wanted to pursue in his life right you know a large part of like overcoming trauma and working through those events is being able to talk with someone about it I wonder if he feels guilty because like maybe he didn't have to be working as a delivery driver. Like Mm -hmm. maybe it would have, it was nice to have that money and that income just so he would be able to purchase things that he needed as working as a, while being a trainee, but maybe like he didn't need to, you know, maybe he didn't have an absolute need for that money. And so maybe he's also carried a lot of guilt for like, I did do this to myself. Like I did scar myself. Or just thinking about the decisions that led up to that, like taking a different route or taking a little bit slower. I mean, you're gonna think about all of this what if I did this instead of that how he put himself into that situation yeah Yeah. and that's gonna make you spiral and that's gonna put you in a bad mental health space Yeah, yeah for sure um, we see him in multiple shots taking pills. It just makes me wonder if Yoongi was prescribed pain medications when this injury happened and potentially got dependent on them at one point because he had so much pain while he was training. Mm-hmm. I know that personally when I dislocated my shoulder for the first time, I was pres- prescribed pain medications for the dislocation. So, you know, I know that this is a very common prescription that they give people for these types of injuries and that, you know, a lot of and sadly a lot of like these pain medication dependencies stem from events like this you know yeah and if it's something that he was carrying with him for 10 years you know he had to have had to take some pain medication in that time to deal with like the you know the injury being exacerbated physically like be grimacing and guarding when you're training like doing intense choreography right the intense choreo all of the crazy choreo that they've done yeah 
by far, I think, like, the only way he could probably mask it and hide that pain. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad to think that that's something that he had to go through, too. Know. You know, having to potentially, it seems kind of in this music video that he's showing that he had some dependency on pain medication because mm-hmm. of that. And, like, the additional guilt that you're going to feel from from that, from you know, that, yeah. knowing that you shouldn't, wishing that you didn't have to, but like also feeling like you need it to get through the day because yeah. otherwise you're in so much pain, you can't work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a scary place to be. Very scary place to be for mm-hmm. sure. I'm sure he felt like he didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know that he was all about his dream. You know, music is his passion and right. his love. Like he really did it for that, yeah. you know, to save that. Everything has been for that, yeah. right? All of his choices have been to make this career happen and to mm-hmm. continue to pursue what he loves to do. Right. Yeah. Mm, but it's definitely come at a cost for him. Mm-hmm. Then in the music video, we see the rain begin to fall on both the past and the present Yungi, the one outside on the motorcycle and also the one inside locked and trapped in the room. And this rain seems to connect the two and it spurs the past Yungi. It's almost as if, as if they can see each other as if yeah. they're looking at each other in the eye and this spurs the past Yungi to s- drop the motorcycle before he gets hit and to run to the other side of the white door mm-hmm. and he's banging on it he's slamming on it he's pounding he's yelling he's trying to unlock the door not you know anything that he can to get through but he can't get through it's so sad. It's heartbreaking mm-hmm. because, because the present day Yoongi is trapped in that room. You see him struggling to get out of this room. You see him physically trying to crawl out of this depression oh. while the room is spinning. Like he's having to like climb up a wall that right. has like nothing to grab onto. Right. I mean, and I love that shot. Yeah. What a representation of what depression really feels like trying to uh-huh. climb out of the hole of it where it feels impossible. Yeah. Like it should be flat ground, but he's climbing up, yeah. you know? You know, he's really trying to save himself. And then it's just even extra heartbreaking that once he does reach that past younger self, he comes to try to save him and he still can't save him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He can't, the, the self of his past self can't save him. It's already happened. What's been done is What's been, been done. What's been done, been done. And his present self in the gray trying to climb out of it can't get out of it either. Yeah. You know, can't reach that door for himself either. He's still stuck in it. It's just so interesting like typically in bts music videos when we see rain come it's been very cleansing it's been this like renewal and then the first bits of that happening in this music video first few seconds it feels like that's what it's going to be the young innocent yungi kind of tilts his head upwards and you see the rain fall fresh on his face Mm -hmm. um and then even the yungi trapped in the room seems to feel a little refreshed by it at first Mm -hmm. but as they realize that the rain is not saving them is not cleansing them is not washing it all free like they're still stuck in it then the tone of the rain kind of shifts yeah as you see like the one trapped in the room just laying on his back accepting the rain falling yeah, all over very, him very hopeless mm-hmm. very uh, just sitting in it now and you know rain can also be very gloomy and show this depressing state like the themes expressed in Namjoon's Forever Rain I feel like that's that shift that happens with the rain here in the amygdala music video so it really does seem like the rain is there to save Yungi, but the scars can't be washed away or undone yeah. and that it's permanent. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and that's really how the music video ends. It's a harsh ending. It's a 
it's a real ending, yeah. you know, like it's not the happy ending that you want to watch when you're consuming a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, I think it's very much his reality. It's very much what many of us experience mm-hmm. when thinking about our traumas or our depression. Um, and so I kind of love that there wasn't like a nice little bow tied up at the end right. of like that this is all in his past and he's okay now because it's hard to say that you're okay and that you're past that and that like I think the real message is that those scars are with him. It's kind of like those traumas will always will be always there. be with him. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be a part of his story and his amygdala and a part of his life and a part response. of his amygdala. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about what you said earlier which are you going to choose for yourself today? Yeah. You know, how are you going to treat yourself today? Yeah. Um, I think that that is a, a good message to, to pull out of this, mm-hmm. like a good reminder of something that you can say to yourself, like how, how am I going to treat myself yeah. today? And I think that might be the little bit of a glimmer of hope in this amygdala music video is that Yungi that's in that green kind of bomber jacket that's mm-hmm. eating the almonds, knowingly looking in on everything that's happening. You know, it seems like it's the Yungi of today. It's right. the Yungi who's really worked through it and, you know, knows how to care for himself when these traumas yeah. come up thinking about like the scars that they have and thinking about our last episode with Hagum, how the detective Yungi had that very healed up scar. Mm -hmm. And that was this Yungi that was sitting eating the almonds had a very, very healed up scar. Um, very faint here. But then Mm -hmm. of course the, the gray outfit depression Yungi has the fresh scar that he just gave to himself, similar to what we saw in Dejvita with the very fresh scar there. Mm -hmm. So definitely like the time has passed. The traumas have physically healed. Healed, although he's always carrying them with him. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, amygdala. Yeah. Still love this song I, so much. I still love the live performance of this song yeah. from Road to Road D-Day. to D-Day, that performance. Oh. Ooh. When he looks down at the camera at one point, damn. But like, it's just, it's rocker Yoongi. Oh yeah. And then the live performance at the concert was like the most aggressive, mm-hmm. angry performance of amygdala that I would have I mean, I never would have expected it to like get that vibe. Yeah, we thought we were going to cry. I thought I was going to cry, but no. Um, So yeah, full of passion, full full of passion. And again, I just want to praise his vulnerability and his courageousness in showing this. Like, this is the deepest parts of yourself. For anyone to put that on display is a lot. It's hard to face on your own, Mm -hmm. to acknowledge the truth on your own, Mm -hmm. but then to share that truth with others when you really don't have to. Yeah. 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 Very courageous act. Yeah. Yeah. So I absolutely love this music video and I'm grateful that he gave it to us, even Mm -hmm. though it is a tough watch. I think that it's an important message Mm -hmm. and a really excellent visualization of the lyrics that he put together there. Yeah. 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 So this really wraps up all of D-Day, all of Yoongi's concert and album that he's done. It's been such a joy to cover all of this content. And I'm feeling a little sad that it's like kind of coming to an end here. But it's been almost like two months of coverage. But there's just been so much released. And we're so grateful for all of the music, all of the videos, the content, the concert, everything he's done. So yeah. he's worked hard. It's been a whirlwind mm-hmm. of, of a time for sure with talking 
talking about all of this. And it's always a great time to be able to get into Minyugi's mind and <sighs> see what he has to tell us and just enjoy his incredible music. Yeah. Um, it's just been such a fun spring getting into summer with what he's given us. So we will definitely be back here in a week or so with another episode for you. Since this one was pre-recorded, we're not sure what that topic is yet, but we're sure that BTS are doing something with Festa or, you know, we'll be, we'll, you'll hear from us very soon. Oh yes. Yeah. We definitely want to thank our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Holly, Meg, Rachel, and Robin. Thank you guys so, so much for all of your support. If you like this episode, please let us know what you think. Write us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. It means so much and it also helps other people decide, hey, maybe I should give that podcast a chance when they see your great reviews. Um, And please support Family Equality as well during Pride Month. You can find links for all of the things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. BTS.